You ever put metal in the microwave by accident? No, dude. You never put by accident, I said. Hell no, that thing will explode. Are you crazy? Am I crazy? You put metal in the microwave? You're trying to burn up people's houses? No, no, no. I don't try to do anything. I will inadvertently put something in there that contained metal that I didn't realize contained metal. What What are you eating that has secret metal? Well, I've had some microwave accidents here lately. Uh, we are not getting along at the house. My son, you know that little, you know, Kraft macaroni and cheese? Yeah. And and now they have, not in the box, but they have the individual. Individual cups, yes. And in there, there's that weird white powder. I don't even know what the hell that yeah. is. Like That's cheese. That's not cheese. Whatever it is, yeah. You put the cheese on, that's some kind of congealing solvent. I don't know what it anyway, is. Anyway, that's not metal. What are you referring to? Well, this was my first accident with the, my son says, I would prefer you make this with milk. I go, milk? The, the. On these instant ones, you put water in it. No, no, Dad, I like the milk flavor. So here's what you want. First thing you don't want to do with the microwave is put milk in that individual thing because it, it was like an erupting volcano 30 seconds into it. Like the water stays in there, but milk expands. I don't know what it is. And it went everywhere. It was coming out of the side of the microwave. It's disgusting. Who's in charge over there? I'm the responsible adult. Hey, seven. Yeah. And when he says, Dad, I want this made with milk, you say, no, that's crazy. I did. No, you didn't. You just did it. Well, anyway, I learned my lesson. Well, there you go. What was the second microwave second mishap? Second thing, I get a little hungry. And remember how I went out to that, the Army Navy's, the Army surplus store? Yeah, the MRE. I got a bunch of MREs. Please don't tell me you didn't, you didn't put that in the microwave, well, did you? Let me tell the story. Go ahead. So I, I said, these MREs are a good deal. For $3.25, you can get, like, beef stew, and you can get a chicken rice bowl. This is $3.50 or something like that. So you don't have to buy the whole MRE with the, the drink powder in it and the heater and all that. You can just buy the little pouches of the actual entree, mm -hmm. about $3.25. I say, now that's a, that's a hell of a deal. I could eat lunch for $3.25 every day. Now, I'm not going to say I wouldn't get sick after a month of this. Because you're supposed to be in a war when you eat these things. They're loaded with calories. So you're not supposed to do what I do which is eat an MRE and, and then go watch Dr. Phil. Mm -hmm. like, that's not what it's designed to do. I'm supposed to go like run through the woods. Um, so I don't, I bought the little packs and I didn't buy the heater, you know, the little heater in the MRE, you put a little water in it, then it boils and it's a miracle. So I said, well, it's no problem. I don't want to pay extra for the heater. I'll just heat these babies myself. And I threw one into the microwave. It looks like it's plastic on the outside, a plastic pouch. And uh, anyway, the next thing I know is like, and the, it's like a firework is going off in the microwave when that happens. And I could see where that would start a fire so quick. It was in there four seconds, and the thing was damn near burn up because of the metal in now, there. Now, what if you'd have thrown that in there, hit like two minutes on the microphone, and ran to the restroom or something? You We'd have been in big trouble, buddy. That yeah. house of yours is built in like 1800s. It's made out of the most flammable wood I imagine they had back then. Well, I learned my lesson. Do not put an MRE or milk in the microwave. Why are you yeah. trying to... Oh, an egg. I did the egg thing, too. I messed up. You did that for real? Mm-hmm. When? I tried to uh, hard boil an egg in the microwave. Oh, that'll explode. And uh, it looked fine. And as soon as I cracked it, it was like a little bomb of just melting lava hot innards <laughs> of an egg. It was terrible. So watch out for that. I'm going to get a lawyer. I need to come over there and take... What is that called? Power of attorney? I need to come over there and remove that microwave from your home. Is what I'm going to have to do. You're going to say, remove my kid. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's fine. The, just the microwave. <laughs> the microwave will be removed. <laughs>
It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty and Daniel. Uh, I want to touch back on this for a second. Last night, about 3 a.m., people saw a white flash across Oklahoma out of the sky. And I saw <laughs> somebody got up on uh, Reddit, which is like a bulletin board for Tulsa. Mm-hmm. They got up at about 3 and said, anybody hear that? Guys freaked. It made a noise, too? I guess, because, uh, you know, if it if it travels at the speed of light when it enters our area, you'd hear the sonic boom from that even that little rock. Well, I didn't hear no sonic boom. Well, you, could you sleep in a concrete castle? Oh, did you hear anything in your house over there? In, no, I didn't. In Midtown, built in the 1800s? My house, my house shakes no matter what happens. Right, yeah. And nothing Car happened, goes by, Tag's house starts, things start falling off the wall. Yeah, but now everybody's turning in their ring cameras on this uh, meteor. I guess they're waking up and going, like, what was that? And now we can see, it looks like lightning, but that lasts a little longer. Almost like a light bulb slowly going across your house, your yard. Pretty cool. Mm. But where did that thing land? We got to find that. I know. We got to find it and give it away next week. <laughs> Color 10 wins a meteor. Uh, finally, something nice is caught on ring cam. Normally, it's nothing good, right? Yeah, it's usually a porch pirate or somebody creepy. It's not uh, some beautiful meteor. So I live in a apartment complex, and I was walking through there yesterday, and I noticed somebody put in a ring cam on the front of their apartment door. Yeah. Which, to me, is unheard of. Why would you do that? I guess they're super paranoid. Because you're in a secure building, right? Right. With Nobody can get in over. there unless they've got the, uh, you know, the remote thing or the, the the thing you scan. And why the world? I guess they if they can't be bothered to get up and walk with two feet to the front door. Like that's the only like door they you. have that somebody could come in. I didn't. On I've never ring. seen a ring cam in an apartment complex before. But good for them. How about we give away these Aaron Lewis tickets, Tig? You know, this is a sold out show, so only way you can get in is to win right now through us. Oh, what are we gonna play? We're gonna play famous Lewises. Okay. All right, let's do that. Uh, caller number 9, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Famous Lewis quiz. Let's do this. On a Friday. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Aaron Lewis tickets uh, still on a Friday. We're still at it. And uh, we got a contestant on the line with us today to play for these tickets uh, who could upgrade to the Tiger Den or Party Cove Pass. We want to pay for your hotel room. We want to get your dinner at River Spirit Casino Resort. Who do we have? We have Rebecca, who's a soccer coach. She also has her two boys with her, Wyatt and Riker. Uh, could you get the kids to give us a big hey now? Hi, hey now. Hey now. There you go. All right, guys. Uh, it's going to be Famous Lewis's. This is going to be a very tough quiz, uh, but I will say you can... Uh, Team up with Tyg. He'll help you out. Wyatt and Riker can help if they are able to. And uh, all the answers to these are a famous person with the last name Lewis. Are you ready to go here, okay. Rebecca? Let's, let's do it. All right. First up, this is the guy that wrote the Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, if you need Tyg's help, you just uh, cry out for Tyg, and he can help you out here. Uh, uh, C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis is correct. You didn't. They didn't even need you, Tig. Good. Up next, this actor known for The Last of the Mohicans, Gangs of New York, and Lincoln. And I'll give you a hint. He shares a first name with me, Daniel. Daniel Lewis. Daniel Craig Lewis. Close. Uh, we'll give her that one. It's Daniel Day Daniel Lewis. Lewis. There you go. I think she was on the. Right track. Up next, this singer-songwriter nicknamed The Killer. His most famous song was Great Balls of Fire. Oh, um, 
Hi, let me check with the FCC. Oh Can we God. say great balls of fire? No. Uh-oh. Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis is absolutely right. Up next, this comedian actor was nicknamed the king of comedy. He also hosted a 24-hour marathon each year on Labor Day. Oh. His first name was Jerry. Jerry Lewis? <laughs> Jerry Lewis is correct. This actor was known for Webster. Oh, I have no idea. And again, you can cry out for Ty South unless you just don't want to talk to him this morning. Ty, will you help me? I think it's Emmanuel Lewis, right? Emmanuel Lewis, hot new television show, Webster. Yeah, I like that show when it was on, though. All right. Why did we love that show so much? Just because a little guy, a little kid? I don't know. Wasn't he like a full-grown man <laughs> pretending to be a kid? Have you ever shown uh, Wyatt and Riker Webster on YouTube? I have not. Oh, you should. They'll be bored to death. <laughs> I swear, I've seen it somewhere. Oh, yeah. Somebody has seen, yeah. The oh, yeah. Webster's still still huge. And finally, uh, this singer-songwriter known for the song Bleeding Love. Leona Lewis. And with that, you have uh, won the 98... It's not the bullfight yet. Uh, you have one tickets to Aaron Lewis over there at the Cove at the River Spirit Casino, February 2nd. It's going to be a great night. And you, like Tyke said earlier, will qualify now for the Tyke and Daniel Party Cove Pass. Includes an overnight stay and dinner for two. And uh, I hope you guys have a good day at school. Wyatt, Riker, you guys have a good day at school. Rebecca, you have a good day at work. And to let everybody know that coming up, the 98.5 The Bull Fight tickets for Scotty McCreary up for grabs. And this morning, Tyke, it's a double. What does that mean? That means you uh, have two pair of tickets. You got four tickets. You can keep them all to yourself, maybe split them with your competitor. That's the decision you have at 740 this morning on 98.5 The Bull. It's been one of them beer calling your name, you better go to a psychiatrist. Yeah, if the beer's talking to you, that's yeah. a problem. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country. Ty, do you want to make some money? Yes, I'd like to make some money. Let's you want to get it. rich? Well, if it's one of your ideas, Do you want to get rich? Yeah, but not... Say, show me the money. Show me the money, then. Show me the money. Show me the money. All right, I got an idea here. Just like Sharks Tank, I'm going to pitch this idea to you, and you realize now we're going about to be super rich, okay? Okay, let's It's go. all going to change from here. Don't steal this if you're listening. Back in the day... Say the 90s, what was your favorite restaurant to go to? Like a night out. I don't mean no fast food. I mean, if you got a chance to go like to a night out well, back in us, the 90s. For us, it was like Ruby Tuesday would be like a pretty I, nice. No. What? That's for nerds. Oh. It was a place you could go get your own personal pan pizza, play the jukebox, sit down on that Miss Pac-Man that was like a table. The Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Here's what we do. Every town now has like a... A building, like an enterprise car rental, something else that used to be in that old Pizza Hut building. And a lot of those probably now are abandoned. We open up Tygen Daniel's 90s Pizza Hut. Here's the idea. We recreate it. It's just like the 90s, right down to every detail. Even the prices are still from the 90s. Okay. Now, we got to charge like 10 bucks to get in to make to make some profits. Cover for Pizza but Hut. everything else is 90s. 90s, the same songs on the jukebox, those same little personal pan pizzas. We recreate the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Now, are you in or are you in? See, I think that's a cute idea. Like, somebody might want to do that once a year. But I don't mm-hmm. think people are doing that every day. Um, they would. 
Because you, you have a son now. Wouldn't you like him to know the, what it was like to be able to go to the Pizza Hut back in the day, back yeah. in the 90s? Yeah, and he'll do it once ago. I got it. No, no. He'll be like, I had a great time. I want to go back over and over again. Because it's kind of like kids are into retro things now, thanks to Stranger Things and stuff like that. He could come sit, you sit down at that arcade that had the Galaga that you sat down at. I'm out. You're on your own. Okay, you could be living on Skid Row, and I'm going to be driving around in my limo. You know, I saw that uh, Sharks Tank, they, the Sharks sometimes don't get it right, and I saw this guy on there, he went on with an invention, and I went back and watched this, like, happened 10 years ago. This guy goes on with an invention, the Sharks are like, now nah, we're out. That'll, that'll never work. You know what it was? What? The ring door camera. The guy's a billionaire now. See? So. Why, do you want, why would you think that people only go, want to go once? It's just one of those things, like, yeah, I did it, you know? Like the, the bar downtown that's like the retro pub or whatever, the Max Headroom. Went mm -hmm. in there once, liked it's, it. But, it's not you know. called the Max Headroom. Why do you sound but, like you're 80 years old? But, you know, after that, it's, I'm kind of like, you know, The Max Retro Pub. Whatever. Maybe I should talk to somebody that's not a recluse. <laughs> okay. Why, why are you cussing me? Let me tell you what's going to happen. This thing's going to open. You're going to go eat so much pizza. You're going to gain a whole bunch of weight. Then you're going to go, man, I'd like to lose about 20 pounds of this 90s Pizza Hut. And I realize I'm doing the wrong spot. What I mean is, say if you ate too much pizza and you were needed to check out what's going on on the inside, you need to go get a craft body scan. They yeah, can uh, detect these silent kind of killers. Yeah. yeah, they can check your heart. They can check like the the plumbing to your heart. They basically take a picture of the inside, and they don't do any invasive, you know, exploration. Exploration, I guess. They just take a picture and then they can look at that scan. They get a radiologist to look at it, and they'll either say, "Hey, man, things are good to go," or maybe you want to talk to your doctor about this little thing. Have you ever heard of a uh, calcium score? Uh, only recently. What they can do is scan you, and they, there's something called a calcium score, and basically that score indicates, you know, if you're at risk for a heart attack. Now, wouldn't you want to have that? Pretty good stuff. And My so, dad had a heart attack once. There was no warning for him. He was just out there grilling one day, and he got sweating like a pig, and he's like, oh, I don't feel so good. I guess I'll have a beer. But a craft body scan can catch these things early. Yeah, right? it could have maybe prevented the whole thing. So and, uh, right now you got a couple's body scan, a heart and lung scan, Two of you for 149 bucks. You can get started at craftbodyscan.com. That's craftbodyscan.com. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Kane Brown and his wife, Caitlin. It's, thank God, on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Daniel. Did you see on the news yesterday, Tig, they were, um, this Boston Dynamics, that's the robot company that made that robot dog. Mm -hmm. Remember that thing would kind of like run around, look like it was like a, a baby deer learning how to walk? Well, mm -hmm. They've already advanced this thing so much. I saw a clip of this thing in the news yesterday. In fact, when you get a chance to go look at um, Atlas gets a grip on or gets a grip on YouTube mm -hmm. by Boston Dynamics. Uh, the technology has come along so far. We're gonna have to fight these things. Is basically what I'm getting at. Wait, it's a dog that they improved on? No, it's a human. It's a human thing now. Oh and my where God. the dog used to be like jumping around like an idiot, this thing now is a. If this thing came in the door right now to fight us. We're done. Does it look like a person? No, but it, it looks more like a person than it than it used to. Okay. Basically, what I'm saying is this thing is evolving pretty quickly, and we're going to be at the ripe old age of like 70 when we have to fight these things. Well, you said that uh, if a robot, because we are concerned that one day, I guess, the idea is that computers will learn to teach themselves. Mm -hmm. Instead of us programming them, they'll start programming, like, do whatever they want. And then we have a big problem, except, Daniel, you know how to fight the robots. Like, I, I'm sure the military... Uh, would get geared up and, you know, people would be locking their doors, but you have this foolproof way of fighting the robots. Right, and I don't want the robots to hear. Oh. Well, what can you tell us? Because if, if the robots are listening, the way this thing's going, no disrespect. But if a robot comes after me, 
I'll simply unplug it. <laughs> I want you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, why not unplug it? I want you to play a song, Ty, and I want you to watch this YouTube video and everybody else. Atlas gets a grip and look at this thing. And I want you to come up with your strategy, what it would be to fight this thing if it walked in the door right now, Tug. All right, I'll look it up. Atlas gets a grip. Atlas gets a grip on YouTube. Yeah, Boston okay. Dynamics. Yeah. I'll look at it. We'll be back. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyg and Daniel. So Daniel had me watch a video that uh, you definitely need to go watch. It's only a minute long, but it's on YouTube called Atlas Gets a Grip, and it's this place called Boston Dynamics, and they build robots. And you said... You remember, I think we all saw this on the news like 10 years ago. They built a dog, and it kind of walked like a dog. I mean, it was getting there, but a little clunky or whatever. Well, now they've really advanced it because now they got this person that looks like a dude. It's a robot dude, and it doesn't have a head or anything, but it's got the same body as a, a human. This stuff is creepy. Like, what that, like there was a guy working uh, construction, and he, like, forgot his hammer, so this robot climbed up and gave him his bag. Mm-hmm. But the way he does it's so like creepy. It's so like predatorish, like that movie. Well, uh, my point is that these things are going to be, if they go haywire, we're all done. Especially mean, Tiger and I are going to be like seventy years old when it happens. If the robots get a mind of their own, yeah. Because this thing, it it could beat any human up that I could tell. I mean, this thing is powerful. It's a machine, you know. We and it's got arms and stuff, but it would just it would just savagely destroy you if it wanted to. We've got to uh, start legislation now to the, when these people are making these robots. They must include a weakness. Right. So you need to start one of those petitions at change.org. Like a normal person, like if you kick them in the right place, the robot right. will go down. Right. And it'll be like, yeah, Don't be silly, but we need to start making all the robots have testicles. Just in case they get out of control. Right. And listen. We're already talking about AI and all that kind of stuff, right? And now that's the big thing right now in the news, that the AI can make art and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's good for now. It is interested in art, but it ain't always <laughs> going to be interested in art. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it might be interested in world domination next. Right. Yeah, you well, saw that movie, Terminator. Yeah, I So did. can you get that, that um, petition going or not? I'll, I'll consider doing that if you would like us to petition the government to keep these robots in line. Right. It's 98.5 The Bull. Yeah. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, how careful are you with your uh, trash, Daniel? Like in the sense, like when you get a letter in the mail and it's like a credit card offer, you know, I just get frustrated because I'm like, now I got to tear this thing up. Why? Well, don't you tear your mail up or you just throw Heck it in? No, I just throw that stuff away. Well, you throw it in there like all put together? I don't even open the envelope. <laughs> Do you check I your... I don't get uh, you people are so paranoid you shred junk mail. Well, we got a... We have a thing at... The office, and I think a lot of offices have this, where you put it in a special trash can, and then somebody will come and shred it all. Mm-hmm. So you don't shred anything. You're not concerned that someone will go through the trash and start a credit card in your name or something? No. Because if they do, I'll just simply call the credit card company and go, hey, that ain't me. <laughs> but what if they get your bank account information? They could just what wipe you out. What if a unicorn out. flies down and stabs me with its horn? You know, you can't think like, what if all that all the time. So you're telling me you get stuff in the mail. Mm-hmm. Like, okay... I know you do your taxes. Sure. What do you do with those papers? I feel like those you have to save for some reason. But like, then, So you don't just throw those away. That's got your social security number on it. That's got everything. Well, eventually I throw them away. Do you shred them before you throw them away? No, I'm not Office Depot. You I don't have your, a shredder. Your social security number doesn't expire after five years or something. I like, understand. Even if it's on something 10 years ago, you need to get rid of that social security number. I mean, I wouldn't be so, uh, I wouldn't throw like tax forms away, but I don't think anybody's going to get your junk mail. That's what you're scared of? Is, is somebody going to get... See, that's the difference in me and you. You're rife with worry. You're like, if you get something from Discover Card, you feel like you need to shred it. Yeah, I do. 
Nobody's going through your garbage looking for your Discovery well, Card junk mail tag. You know what the credit card companies do? They 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 love it when you use their credit cards because not only are they making money on you with interest, they get to charge the store like three percent. So they mm. make money on the the seller and the buyer each time you swipe that card. So they love it when you use it. And what they do, and they've been doing this for years now, is they'll send me an envelope, the credit card company. If I haven't been using the card as much as they'd like, you know, if I've been laying low, they will then send me checks. Have you ever seen this? Credit card checks mm-hmm. that are paper. And you tear them out of the little perforated line or all, and you write checks around town with your credit card checks. Now, you don't think I should shred those up? Well, I haven't done that in a while. So that's before COVID, I believe. But... Um now, when you say junk mail, are you talking about when they just send you an offer other than a card you already have established? Like yeah, a, like uh, do it now and you can get 0% and all that. I tear yeah. all that up. Are you crazy? How would, what in the world would that do somebody some good? That's, that's the credit card company asking you to open a credit card. It's not. It doesn't have any of your information in it. They're like, hey, would you please open a credit card? And you're like, oh, I got to get rid of this. And you shred it up? Yeah, shred it or burn it. Oh, you burn it. <laughs> yeah, I'll go yeah. burn it. So. Doesn't right, that well, seem more dangerous, burning it? Probably. You know what? As, as far as the risk in life uh, to credit score or fraud or whatever, it would be a tragedy if me being so well-behaved on the fraud front, it cost me my house. And you did this before, Ty, uh, for some reason, back when he was in college, had a bunch of receipts, and he thought, I'll better burn these receipts. He burned them on the ground, and then the wind came by, blew all the receipts around, started a huge fire, almost burned down the neighbor's house. Yeah, it started uh, melting their aluminum siding, their air conditioner, the whole thing. So, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe if it's just like one of those offers, we don't have to worry about it. I just thought you had to throw out everything or shred it up. Well, it's not just me. I think they, don't they here at the radio station have a, a shredding That's event? That's what I said at the, the beginning, yeah. With News on 6, and I thought, I remember saying to somebody, nobody's going to come to that. And they're like, no, there's a line around the block people wanting to shred. <laughs> yeah. Got a lot of secrets out there. Uh, coming up at 7.40, we're going to shred the airways, Daniel. Hey, now. With our 98.5 The Bull fight for Scotty McCreary tickets are up for grabs. Straight ahead this morning. 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 7.40, uh, it's a special bull fight today because we got four tickets to see Scotty McCreary. You can split them up, keep them all for yourself. That's at 7.40 on 98.5 The Bull. Uh, Tiger, we need to check on this guy on the Tulsa Reddit page. Reddit's like a bulletin board, kind of where people go post, they ask questions, want restaurant recommendations, things like that. Here in Tulsa, they got a specific place, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tulsa Reddit page. This guy, we need to check on him. He posted nine days ago, looking to ride a bull. I'm wanting to ride a bull, preferably as close to Tulsa as possible, but not exactly sure where to look. Um if you were looking to ride a bull, like where would you start? Well, I know Travis Meyer has that ranch. I'd probably email him and ask him where I could ride a bull. That, that, well, yeah, I guess you could ask Travis, but that bull he's got ain't for riding. Somebody was like, uh, "Hey, uh, hey, holler at me. Uh, that's what I do for a living. Worst mistake in your life. The idea is you're supposed to ride a steer first. Oh, I see. Like graduate up to a bull? But surely anybody that owned a bull or worked at a, a place where bull riding was around wouldn't allow this guy to just an amateur ride a bull. I wouldn't think so. Does, can't he go to one of those bars where they have that uh, blow-up bull in practice? Well, he could, but that's not a bull. That's a... <laughs> Still, it seems like it's related. Do you think ever in your life you'll ride a bull? No, I do not. <laughs> Dude, I, I got up on the ladder the other day and I thought, if I fall from this, I am dead. Much less a bull. Are you at the point, Tiger? You're so old now that you you thought you find to be climbing a ladder, living on the edge. 
kind of, yeah. This guy coming today and he's wearing a jogging suit at work. You know, we're not in a retirement home. This is a, this is a work. This is a professional place to work. Yeah. Why did you think wearing a matching gray jogging suit was a good idea to wear to a You're wearing a gray hoodie. I'm wearing a gray hoodie. But I'm also wearing, you? like, you know, out on the town pants what and are you, shoes. Are you like Joan Rivers? This is not the red carpet. I can wear Why what Why do you come in here dressed like Run DMC? We're, I mean, we're at work. <laughs> hey, thanks. We're not, shooting like a, we're not shooting an 80s rap video. <laughs> guys dressed like the Sugar Hill Gang out on the a stoop. I got my clock necklace in the car if you'd like me to I wouldn't it. be surprised. But I, that's great to know that my buddy here is now... A ladder to him is a very dangerous... You get four steps up and you fall off that and you're you're in trouble. So, yeah, bull's out. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Like gruel? <laughs> is that, are you that age yet? I just had bread and water. <laughs> anyway, uh, guy, don't don't ride a bull. You're, if you're not a professional, that seems like a quick way to die to me. Real quick way. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, 12 minutes away from the Scotty McCreary tickets with our 98.5 The Bull fight. Earlier today, Daniel asked me to watch a video. Every day, Daniel comes in. And it's so, I get so sick of it. You say, did you see the video? Well, see, you don't have anything going on. You go home and you stare at your wind chimes and you look at YouTube. So you have all these things that you can see. But one thing you did point out today that I did go see, which I think everybody should see, is uh, there's a place or organization or company called Boston Dynamics. And they build these robots. You might remember a few years ago, they came out with a dog that was a robot. And it kind of looked normal, but you can kind of tell it's a robot still. Well, they've uh, improved this technology and they built an upright being, which is like a human that walks on two feet. And this thing is unbelievable. Like a, a guy's doing construction on a scaffold and he's like, man, I wish I had that tool. And then the robot climbs up the scaffolding and gives him the tool and then does like a backflip off of yeah, it. The video is called Atlas Gets the Grip. You can find it on YouTube. It's by a company called Boston Dynamics. And uh, I was telling Tyg, this thing is, it's scary because Tyg and I will be like 70 and have to fight these robots. And you would not win against these guys. And Eric Bam is with us. He, he was listening and he went and saw that video. What'd you make of that, Eric? Man, I... It, it's kind of creepy, weird. I, I was I was telling you guys the the creepiest part to me is not watching him pick up the tools and climb the scaffolding. It's the very end when the guy who's up there says to Atlas, he's like, "Oh, look at you showing off!" Because he kind of kicks off a box and then does this crazy flip off, like jump off the end, and it's like that's that's not pro that's. That's just not programmed stuff. That's that thing having a mind of its own. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because it did. The robot did a backflip off the scaffolding box, and uh, I think that's the worry that once computers decide, hey, I'm thinking for myself now, they could just take over us. I think the creepiest part of the video to me, you guys, is when he uh, looked at the camera and then ran his robot finger across his robot throat. <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> I must have missed that. I, yeah. I, I will tell you one of the kind of crazy things about that video. I went to YouTube and I literally started just typing Atlas. I got to A-T-L-A and it auto-filled because that many people have gone to watch it. Probably not because of you guys, but just in general. And it, it's it's I'm telling you, AI is coming. It's in our world now more than we ever even realize. And I'm telling you, I've got some friends that are big time into it. And, man, it's, it's going to be incredible and it's going to be scary all at the same time. I, everybody needs to go watch that video because it's freaky. Do you ever see those stories where a guy will, uh, his wife will start doing research on him and it turns out he had like a second family? Mm-hmm. 
You ever see that? Is AI going to be like that? Will we live in this? Will we also live in this r- weird fake world too? Are you talking about virtual reality time? Yeah, like AI, yeah, virtual reality. AI and virtual reality, two I different things. No, it's not. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the same, but they're very different. So, Ty, what you're talking about is living in a, in a virtual reality world where you've got a headset on. And, but the AI side of it is where everything that comes at you is, is almost just automated and predicted. And, and if, it's a, if you think or do A, then B happens. And if you do B, then A and B below that. It's, 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 it, they're the same, but very different. All right. Uh, I, I tell Tig what we need to do is introduce legislation to make these robots, especially this Atlas thing, whatever it is, uh, to have a weakness. And I think we need to start a petition to make all robots have to have uh, testicles so that we will have a weak spot on these things. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, uh, just like an that. off switch would be nice, but, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, but if it knows it has an off switch, it's going to, like, cover that thing up. I also saw the other day, Tig, that movie, Megan, about the uh, doll that was uh, also a robot doll, and they said to this doll, they said, hey, your number one thing here is to protect this young lady no matter what. And then the thing starts going haywire, and it ain't good. You watch a lot of uh, doll and robot things on your free time. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I know what you're getting at. I don't no. do that. Okay. All right, Eric, I, I will say this regarding the testicles thing. I got kicked in the testicles in the 10th grade, and I don't want to wish that on anybody, even a robot. Not Correct. Even a robot. <laughs> That's why I'm saying we got to get this thing going right now, or else yes. we're all done. <laughs> Eric Bam, I appreciate the call, man. Have a good morning. Have a great day, guys. Yeah. Happy Friday. See you now. Happy Friday. We're eight minutes away now from uh, Scotty McCreary tickets, not two. But four. What if a robot plays for the Scotty McCreary tickets today? Well, that's going to be the problem. If robots start playing the games, they're going to win. What if you went to a concert with nothing but robots in the crowd? And they did that thing where everybody, like, even the robots are on their iPhone the whole time? <laughs> do you think like, Do you yeah. think they'll get so advanced? Like, could robots that, be addicted to other robots? Like, you watch TikTok and it's all robots making <laughs> recipes, trying food. They don't even have taste Shaking buds. Shaking their robot butts. And I give this a one out of ten <laughs> pizza all that. I'd actually like that. Would you? You'd like yeah. to see a robot sure, food review? Sure, sure. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Welcome, Welcome in to 98.5 The Bull Fight. We do it every uh, morning about 7.40. We ask for your calls, and here we are at it. Uh, today we're playing for Scotty McCreary tickets, but on Fridays we'd like to kind of change it up a little bit. You got four Scotty McCreary tickets, Daniel. It's a double. That means two pair, up for grabs. Anything can happen, Tug. Okay, and who are our contestants today? I know we have Lauren. Good morning, Lauren. Surgical Director Laura. Lauren, excuse me. Take it on Crystal, who works in HR. I'm intimidated by both these people. All right, guys. Are you guys ready to play the bullfight? Yes. Today, it's an excellent quiz. Eggs are all in the news on account of they're so expensive right now. Uh, can you guess these facts about eggs in history, nature, and pop culture? All about eggs. Wow. We will start with Lauren. Lauren, this Christmas beverage is made with egg, cream, and liquor. Eggnog. Eggnog is correct. Crystal, it has the largest egg of any bird. An ostrich. An ostrich is correct. We are tied up. Lauren, he is often depicted as an egg, although the nursery rhyme never says that he is. Humpty Dumpty. That is correct. Tyke, check with the FCC. Can we, in fact, say Humpty? No. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Crystal. No more Humpty. This is common advice. Don't kill the blank 
that lays the golden eggs? The goose. The goose. We're still tied up. Lauren. Complete the rhetorical question. Blank, blank, blank. The chicken or the egg? Which came first? That is correct. Crystal, this is the author of Green Eggs and Ham. Dr. Sue. Three to three, Tig. We are tied up. The word is author, not Arthur. Arthur. Who's the Arthur? <laughs> Arthur. Who's Arthur? Tig, don't correct me. I'm a professional broadcaster. I can tell. Lauren, this red spice is often used to top deviled eggs. Cayenne pepper. That is incorrect. Paprika. Uh. It was paprika. Tyga, we'll let you be the judge. Did she get it in on she time? She just missed it, man. I just mm. hit the buzzer. Mm, mm, mm. Crystal, now is your chance to take the lead. I like how when you're doing the quiz, you take like a minute in between them. Quiet. I'm trying to build up suspense. Okay. Crystal, this is a term for a cool hidden feature in a piece of software or movie. Um. We're looking for Easter egg. Hmm. Easter egg. We are tied up three to three. One question to go. Lauren. We're down to our final question? Yes. Daenerys Targaryen was gifted three eggs from this creature. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. I don't even understand the question. Daenerys Targaryen was gifted three eggs from this creature. A dragon. Dragon is correct. Woo! Crystal. Each year, children roll Easter eggs on the south lawn of this famous building. Each year, children oh. roll Easter eggs on the south lawn of this famous building. I'm going to go with the White House, but I don't really know. The White House is correct. Tig, we have a tie. Explain what happens when there's a tie. Okay, ladies, um, what you're going to do is you're going to both respond to the same question that Daniel utters next, but you buzz in. This is a tiebreaker, sudden death. So say your name before you answer. So you'll say Lauren, and then we'll go, okay, Lauren, what's the answer? So whoever buzzes in first gets the first opportunity. Are You, you guys understand? Got it. The tie-breaking question. This is the Spanish word for egg. Lauren. Lauren, go ahead. Pollo. Pollo is incorrect. Okay. Uh, it's actually, that's that's chicken, isn't it? That is correct. Close uh, is. The egg was huevo. Huevo. Well, which came first? <laughs> See, uh, how do we do that in Spanish? <laughs> the pollo or the cuevo? All right. Are you guys ready for the second tie-breaking question? Yes. Yes. Russian jewelry firm that created opulent jeweled eggs 
for the Tsar and his family? We, we got to know the name of a company that built eggs for Tsar Nicholas. Tsar Nicholas? What are you talking about? You said the Tsar. The Tsar, not... What are you saying necklace for? Nicholas. <laughs> Russia? <laughs> okay. I, I guess we're not going to get that one. Fabergé. Uh, a Fabergé egg. Now on to the third tie-breaking question. And guys, there's only so many questions <laughs> about <laughs> eggs that I can find this morning. Eggs from this fish are the most expensive type of caviar in the world. That would be the beluga sturgeon. Well, how are we supposed to know that? Again, Tag, there are only so many questions well, about eggs know, I could should find. Should we consider? No, no, no. We will keep going. Okay. Guys, this is the third or fourth tie-breaking question. Unprecedented. <laughs> we need to send with the, how do you like your eggs? And this is just like. Yeah. All right. Name one of the two type of mammals that lay eggs. There's only two types of animals, or mammals, excuse me, that lay eggs. Crystal. Crystal? What are one of the mammals, mammals that lay eggs? A platypus. And with that, Crystal has defeated Lauren. The 98.5 The Bull Fight special Dublé edition. That means, Crystal, you've got a choice to make. You've got right now two pair of tickets to see Scotty McCreary. Now, you can keep both pair for yourself, or you can give Lauren a pair, or you can give Lauren both pairs. Lauren, why should Crystal give you any tickets this morning? Um, I've been following Scotty McCreary since he was on American Idol. Mm. So, uh, Lauren, a tremendous fan of Scotty McCreary. Crystal, what is your final decision? I hate to do this because she was a great competitor, but I really want to keep them just because at this point my husband and I need a date night with our daughter who's been doing the same thing. So I, I'm going to have to keep all four. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I hope you have so much fun, Crystal. <laughs> so See, this is a, now they got to pretend to be friends, though. This part of the game makes Tyke so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah I get uncomfortable. Why do you feel so bad? Putting somebody <laughs> on the spot, and, uh, you know, she didn't do anything wrong, but she still comes across like she could have given away two tickets. I don't know. Well, she just made a great case of why she's keeping both pair. That's why it's exciting, Tyke. Well, Crystal, you're going to go see Scotty McCreary. That show is going to be... Great, great work, man. Hang like, on, I, I can't like how really see this. Well, you should also know the when the show is. What the heck is it? I don't know, Ty. Kill some time where I've... I'm killing time, buddy. Okay, here it is. I can't. It's coming up. It's going to be a great show. You're going to have a wonderful time. March 11th. There we go. March 11th is going to be at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. March 11th. Okay, uh, Crystal's going to be there. And uh, thank you guys for playing. Yeah, and thank you for... I mean... <laughs> You make Pat Sajak look like an amateur when you do well, this. Well, like I can't I, conduct everything. All like, you have to do is hit uh, A. Uh, I, ran out of, I ran out of questions. Uh, when, what is the show? I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, 98.5 The Bull in today's Side Country with Ty and Daniel. Did you make a decision real quick, Dan? Are you going to buy a house or are you going to stay in your apartment? I'm still, you know, I'm looking, and here's the thought I had the other day is, um, you know, they're building that pedestrian bridge, right? Right across from Gathering Place? Yeah, so to get across the Arkansas River. Yeah, if I lived on the other side of that pedestrian bridge, wouldn't that be just as good as... 
Well, what do you mean? Like, you're going to move mean, to an apartment have, across the river? I would have to live amongst all those refineries. Yeah. But that might be a pretty good house. So you're going to buy a house at the refinery? Right in the middle of all of it. Sometimes <laughs> you might not I'll, get good sleep. But sometimes I'll look over there. Do you cheap. see sometimes the refineries, the flame is coming out of the top of those mm, things? Yeah, I'll see that. What is that? Oh, is that exhaust? I guess they're burning off things. guess so. But, uh, yeah, every now and then, sometimes it's not on. Sometimes it is, right? Boy, what a rabbit hole you can go down looking at different houses here in Tulsa. There's so many to choose from. Yeah, it is a city. How did you... Uh, <laughs> yes. There's so I many mean, there's houses just so here. many different types of houses. How did you guys finally settle on, on your house? I just... I don't know. We walked in, and I knew it when I saw it. It's that's almost they, like love at first sight. Like, you just know it. That's what the realtor keeps telling me. Like, when you walk in, you'll know. You'll just know. That's the way it happened but with how? us. But how? You just have a feeling in your... Your heart. I don't know. Daniel, you'll know. That's great advice. What is this, like an after-school special? You know what I do know, Daniel? What's that now? In addition to you'll just know it when you see it. Mm-hmm. Snows has the lowest prices in town on furniture. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Think about what more in your life do you use more than furniture? Yeah, well, I'm sitting on furniture now. I woke up on furniture this morning. Did you? You don't sleep on the floor like a hippie? Uh-uh. Sat on furniture last night to watch television that was placed on my furniture. Had mm-hmm. a meal on furniture. You do it all. You do everything in furniture. I do it all on furniture, hey now, big boy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, now. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, but fine. But uh, anything you need for whatever activity, <laughs> Snow's Furniture's got it for every single room in your house and at 0% interest for 12 months. Lowest price in town, 0% interest at Snow's Furniture. Online in town and on Facebook. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country. Welcome into sensual shout-outs. You can still get your shout-out in a very sensual way. If you uh, like or follow us on Facebook right now so we know that you're listening. Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. We should see your name pop up. Then listen out for your shout-out. Daniel's written these pickup lines. You can also send us a message if you'd like a shout-out. Good morning, Daniel. Yes, a very sensual good morning to Sam Cooper from Bristow. Ashley Marie is a bartender at Kendall's. Ooh, girl. I must be a Caesar salad because I want to remain in your heart. That's pretty good. Very sensual good morning to Hunter Gogler from Bristol. Felix Trevino. Ooh, tra- uh, Felix. If your booty was a Disney character, it would be called Thicky Mouse. I'm uncomfortable. I, I, I made myself uncomfortable. Yeah, in the club. Sorry, they, Felix. Yeah. Now, this would work in the club. I'm never gonna dance again Guilty feet have got no rhythm Though it's easy to pretend I know you're not a fool I know you're not a fool, Marshall Troyer Sensual good morning to Tabitha Childers She works at Walmart Ooh, girl When I'm in Walmart, I'm not checking out myself I'm checking out you, girl a very sensual good morning to Jay Morrison. Ty, are there any messages? I see a ton of messages here. You're going to have to cover those. Yeah, Amanda Russell. Good morning to her. Lisa Hargis. Mike Ingram. Brooklyn Baker. Very sensual good morning to Brooklyn Baker. Ooh, girl. You must be a bird scooter accident because you got me head over heels. <laughs> Jenny Knox. Ethan Reich. Ashley Marie. Audrey Garrison. Ariana Malin, Jessica Dover, Eddie Burkholder. Sensual shoutouts. I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend, I know you're not a fool. 
Jessica Dover wants to send a sensual shout out to her husband, Brad. Ooh, Brad. They must serve you at Hibachi because you're looking chicken fried nice. A very sensual good morning to Kayleen Ridley. Ooh, girl. Are you a tiny furry rodent? Because I want you to be my squirrel friend. Hey, now. Hey, now. A very sensual good morning to Erica Smith. Ooh, girl. If you was an animal at the zoo, you'd be called a Finosaurus. <laughs> and finally, a very sensual good morning to Denise Frazier. Ooh, girl. If I were the mayor of Tulsa, my name would be GT from behind them. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Did you see that we have a new uh, baby at the at the Tulsa Zoo? It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Welcome into Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. I love this. Uh, we had a penguin, a new penguin, not too long ago out there. And uh, now, a few months ago, a little baby ape was born. And so I guess they take a while to choose the name. They named this little baby ape Pandai, which means clever. Pandai. Nice. nice. And uh, what a name this ape. The parents, mom's name is Boomerang, father's name is Jambi. I would not mess with anybody called Boomerang. That's a great name. Imagine you're in elementary school and there's like a Daniel there and there's a Teague or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a Boomerang. Pretty cool name. I pretty do cool. like it. Yeah. <laughs> pretty bad A, isn't it? So uh, a new uh, little ape. Welcome to the Tulsa Zoo. Also, did you see this last night? I guess people across Oklahoma, if you were up at like 3 a.m., there was a meteor that came through, and it lit up the whole sky, and now everybody's turning in their ring camera footage of it. And, yeah, I guess a meteor flew over, and as it entered the atmosphere, it did so around Oklahoma, and it lit up the sky. like It looked like, to me, a long flash of lightning. You know how lightning's quicker, but this was kind of like a flare across the sky for a moment, and uh, pretty cool. Somebody's got that in their farm field right now if it didn't totally burn up, and I want to go get that thing. Also, could you imagine somebody last night, this was 2 or 3 in the morning, somebody might have been up partying, and uh, out of the millions of people in Oklahoma, you got to think, there must have been the guy who, for the first time ever, his friend said, why don't you smoke this? And he's like, all right, I'll try it. And then the next thing that happens is a, a flash of light comes from the heavens. Yeah, and then the guy slowly put the pipe down, he's like, oh, God. <laughs> I think I'm hallucinating. There's a rocket ship. <laughs> uh, did you see this? Uh, yesterday, folk rock pioneer david crosby passed away yesterday he was 81 years old he was the founding member of the birds but became a real name for himself when teaming up with St uh, stephen stills and graham nash in 1969 here's a montage of some of their songs statement they said it was with great sadness after a long illness that our beloved david crosby has passed away he was lovely surrounded by his wife and soulmate jan and son Django. 
Uh, although he's no longer with us, his humanity and kind soul will continue to guide and inspire us. His legacy will continue to live on through his legendary music. What a musician. I hate to admit this, Tyg, but back in the day, I used to get him and Gallagher confused because they had similar mustaches. I see. Uh, 81 years old, though. Not bad. Especially, Not bad. Lord knows what they used, these rock stars used to get up to back in the 60s and 70s mm -hmm. and even today. They probably saw meteors every night. Probably so. And to make it all the way to 81 is pretty good. Did you see this? Tomorrow is use your gift card day. It's, I guess, an effort to remind people that, hey, you got gift cards. They could be lost in a drawer or something else so, uh, or something like that. So use it before you lose it. Mm -hmm. Me and your Did wife are about ready to kill you because you, uh, a couple of years ago, we you got a gift card to Mahogany Prime, one of the finest restaurants in Tallahassee. And where is that now? In Tallahassee, in Tulsa. In Tulsa. And where is that now, Tug? It's misplaced. Where the heck could you, where, who in the world gets a gift card and doesn't just put it in their wallet? Until recently. Oh, you found it? I had to renew my tag, so I had to get my former registration out. It was tucked in my registration in the car. So Really? But uh, see, it's two years old, so I don't know if those things lose value or if a gift card lasts forever. I think they last forever now. Why would they not? Well, I've seen people penalize you. They'll take like $10 off a year uh -oh. until it gets down to zero. Well, we need to get to using those gift cards then. Also, did you see now NASCAR people are going to have to wear not only those flame-retardant jumpsuits, underwear and socks as well? See, I would have, if I was a driver, I would have probably thought of underwear, like, pretty early on. I would be like, you know, let's protect, uh, you know, what's going on. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? And your feet are right there near the engine. Seems like you definitely want that, too. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have to do any activity that I have to wear a flame-retardant anything, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if there's a chance of me catching on fire, I'm going to pass on that every single time. <laughs> Wait, you don't wear oven mitts when you pull stuff out of the oven? I do. See, that's flame retardant, isn't but it? But I had to put a whole suit. That's one thing. These are mitts. Okay. And finally, here, if I can get that audio back, a couple out of Cal California accidentally locked themselves up in dog crates. They were trying to test out which ones would be good fit for their puppy. Uh, Steven and Jerry were able to maneuver themselves in a way that they could let each other out of the crates. Here's some security camera footage of the incident. <laughs> Like, I think it would be kind of funny for a second, and then you're going to, I would get, I would freak out if I were locked, locked in a dog crate, but well, they could, like, what? jump the crates over to each other and unlock each other. That's a scary thing, because you're, uh, you're helpless. When my son was a kid, and he started walking, he started to be able to open his uh, door from the inside. He would get out of his crib and go open the door. And I had a buddy, which I don't recommend this, but I had a buddy say, what you do is you go up there, you take the doorknob off and flip it around to where we can lock it from the outside now. What? Lock him in? So essentially, like, to him, it's a locked door now. He can't get out, which I always was uncomfortable with because I'm like, what about a fire and all this stuff? And, right. But we never did it because when me and my wife tested it, I went up there and flipped the doorknob around. And so now the lock is on the outside of the room, and we're inside his little bedroom. And I said, well, let's see if this works. The door's on backwards. Locked ourselves in the, because it worked too good because we locked ourselves in the bedroom. Well, the kid was in there with you, right? Yes. Okay, what a nightmare. But we're all just in his, like, and we're like, how do you get out of here? And <laughs> what it didn't did you have, do? It didn't have that little hole where you could unlock it somehow. And plus, I didn't have any tools in there. It was this crib room. And uh, I ended up, you know what I did? I'm so smart. I'm like MacGyver. What'd you, well, no, MacGyver would have never done that. But what did you do? So because the hinges were on the inside of the room, I was able to take one of those squares that you use to charge your iPhone, you know, mm -hmm. that thing. You, so it's just hard enough. That's the only tool. And I took that, and I just kept hitting it against the uh, 
the hinge to get that, what's the middle part of the hinge called? The nail or whatever that goes down what in it? What am I, Bob Vila? I don't know. And I was able to take the door off the hinges. Why don't you open the out. window and crawl out? It was a second story. Way on up there, not too. Good, not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my little nephew, he's two years old, and he likes to get into a dog crate. I don't know why in the world, but he'll get into the dog crate and shut the door. He liked that, that thing in Pulp Fiction. It's fun, man. That thing in Pulp Fiction, the gimp that lived in that box. Okay. I guess he wants to be like that. Did you ever uh, play in laundry baskets? <laughs> oh, yeah. I See, there's the something about basket. that. I don't, I don't know, the cage and laundry basket thing. I'll tell you what it was. Uh, there was no Nintendo back then when I was little, so that's why I enjoyed the, the basket. The basket, the clothespin was a big <laughs> high point of my day sometime. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. <laughs> you know what would be a high point of the next 30 days is if you were down 20 pounds by the time the next 30 days rolled around. So that would be February 20th. You could uh, look at the scale and be... Up to 20 pounds down with Red Mountain weight loss. Now, Red Mountain weight loss has been around, and they've got doctors on staff. So when you get a call to come up with a plan, you're not just talking to some somebody. You're talking to a doctor. And um, they'll look at you and decide what plan's right for you. And then when you – and that's all video. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. And then when you get your medicine in the mail, they just send it to your doorstep with Red Mountain weight loss. Right. Pretty this easy. is a licensed doctor. You ain't, you ain't talking to somebody like Richard Simmons. This is a guy a with, or lady with a license. Yes. And they will send you, like Tyke said, the medicine right to your door. No leaving the house. It's going to be a cold weekend. You don't want to get out there, do you? Pound 250 on your cell phone to get started. That's pound 250. Use the keyword Red Mountain weight loss. Pound 250, Red Mountain weight loss. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tyg and Daniel. I grew up with a sister, Daniel, but we were many, many, many years apart. She's 11 years older than me. So by the time I had a functioning brain and understood things, she was off to college, you know? Mm -hmm. So I really didn't, I was kind of the oldest of the house. And what I didn't recognize about ladies, and maybe because my sister was older than me, I didn't, I didn't really live with a lady until I got married, to be honest. I saw from my, you know, stuff from my mom. And uh, you know what ladies do in the shower? What? They take their hair. They fell loose and they, they pin it up to the side of the shower. Did you know that? I've seen that before. Nobody yeah. warned me about that. Why do they do that? You know, I used to go to Sunday school and they started talking about relationships and then eventually you're going to have feelings for ladies. They never said, by the way, they're going to take their hair and put it on the side of the shower. But why do you feel like they do that? I don't know. What is the answer? I guess to keep it from going down that drain. Yeah, but like if you do that, and I appreciate that. Because I have had clogged drains and you do the Drano and, you know, whatever to get it all out. But if you're taking the effort to consciously say, I don't want to mess up the drain, why don't you also consciously say, maybe I ought to take my hair and get rid of it after the shower? I understand that that's the plan. It's always the plan is I'll stick this on the wall and then when I get out of the shower, I'll take it with me. Yes. They forget sometime. Forget sometime. I think that they know that I'll, like the husband will come around and just have to clean it up. Because when we have guests over, I can't have that. You can't have a wall you of hair. You guys have guests over and uh, they take showers? No, but you know how what people What the heck go, is going on over People go into there. your bathroom and if the curtain's open, they'll see what's what's going on in that shower. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so I don't understand the logic of it. Listen, women have to deal with our whiskers in the sink all the time. I imagine that a uh, little bit of hair on the not shower wall is not bad. What do you mean, not you? I barely grow whiskers. She lucked up. Oh, good. Yeah, well, yeah. you're so attractive. You can barely, you're barely a man. Barely a man. I guess you were in the womb or whatever, and uh, God had a choice between man or woman, and what do you always say? He's like, oh, I'll get a guy, I guess. Okay, yeah. I'll be a guy, whatever. Yeah. Very close. It was, it, was, it was very tight at the end. Sudden death. I think he just flipped a coin. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel.